You got a little, <clears throat> little piece of paper like this? Okay. <clears throat> what I want to want to do with this <clears throat> is <clears throat> read it together, and we want to uh, uh, at the it's read it slowly and methodically, and at the end of each each verse, let's just pause, and then we'll read verse two. And, Pause, verse 3, and pause. You get the idea, but let's read it all together. Uh, <clears throat> a psalm of thanksgiving. Ready? <clears throat> verse 1. Shout joyfully to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful singing. Know that the Lord Himself is God. It is He who made us, not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name. For the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness is to all generations. <clears throat> A psalm of thanksgiving. <clears throat> Verse 3. Know that the Lord himself is God. We've <clears throat> In this crazy world that we live in, There's not a lot of allegiance outside of God's people, and there are plenty. But the world in itself, you know, kind of ignores the fact that the Lord is God, and it's He who made us, and not we ourselves. We've talked about idols. Uh, we don't have the problems with stone and wood as the Israelites had some problems with. But we elevate ourselves in that, in that position. And sometimes we think an awful lot about ourselves. But the, red, the latter part of that verse is we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And, of course, David was, or we don't know if David wrote this or not, but the psalmist uh, uh, was talking to the, the Israelites at the time and uh, it's just a quick psalm that you uh, can commit to memory and you can uh, you can know um, that the God of the universe knows you. Now let's go to Psalms 103. <clears throat> G. Campbell Morgan said it is perhaps the most perfect song of pure praise to be found in the Bible through centuries it's been sung by glad hearts and today it is as fresh 
and as full of beauty as ever. And uh, when we start with the very first verse of Psalms 103, it brings it brings to mind um, uh, a chorus or a song that we've sung. Um, verse one: Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. We could say amen and go home because David knew you know who he was and here we go again a psalm of probably David's old age and after being through a lot and we went through Psalms 51 last week and we know that David had feet of clay um, and he comes here and he says bless the Lord O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Then he continues it in verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. In Jewish thought, Everything good was from God. And we'll see that a little bit later. <clears throat> That's true. Also, Jewish thought said that if you were in trouble, you were not in God's favor. And that was, we all remember the book of Job, <clears throat> where Job's friends came to him and says, What have you done? To mess up like this, you know, you lost your family, you lost, you lost everything you had, uh, you know, get right with God. And Job says, "I know my Redeemer liveth." And uh, so, verse two, he says here, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits." And then he lists five things that we need to highlight. <coughs> Forget none of his benefits. Verse 3, who pardons all our iniqui iniquities. <clears throat> David last week when we did Psalms 51, he said, in, in sin did my mother conceive me, the act of him being conceived was not a sin, but what he's trying to get across was that the total depravity of man come, comes from Adam. We've all sinned, and we all have that sin nature. Uh, we've, we know that to be true. We don't have to teach sin. It's just there. It's just there. But he says in verse 2, he pardons all of our iniquities. The next part of that is, number 2, who heals all of your diseases. Now we understand that, that healing is all from God. Everything 
everything that that we do is comes from God. Art can tell you that he uses medicine and he he uses what they know in medicine. But healing comes from God. It's all healing is from him. And he says he heals our diseases. Now as God's child and we we think back to what we know we're healed now and as the act of continual salvation when we get to glory we will be healed totally healed and we've talked many times about the fact that we're so anchored to this world we don't think about about glory we don't think about heaven we think about uh, Friday night in the dance you know we just we just we just we need to get that mindset out if we can but he heals all our disease our diseases and everybody that's been through tough times understands that that healing and and that he will heal us verse 4 and point 3 he redeems your life from the pit. Does anybody's scripture have anything but pit? Destruction. Pardon? Destruction. Destruction. Death. He 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 uh, uh, redeems us from death. First uh, Corinthians fifteen tells us. You know, Paul said, "Oh, death, where is your sting?" But the victory is in the resurrected life. The victory is in Jesus that we, we know to be true. He redeems your life from the pit or from destruction or from death. Who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, number four. <clears throat> You've heard people pray, and I've been guilty of that sometime. And you meet people on the street and you say, how are you today? And an answer you might get is better than I deserve, you know. Mm -hmm. And we all know uh, that, that situation. But you think somebody else loves you, you don't have a clue how much God loves you. His loving kindness and compassion, he said he crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Um, we men are at a disadvantage. You girls who are mothers, <clears throat> the agape love that we know in the New Testament is best mirrored as a mother's love for her child. Uh, we love our children. The older they get, the more we love them. I'm speaking from Bill, you know, when they're little, I, I'm, I, I love them, but I don't want a lot to do with them. That's, 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 not, that's not me, but the, the older they are, the more I love them, and so it's a, it's a thing that he, he loves us. I better stop there before I get in trouble. Verse 5. Who satisfies your years with good things. <clears throat> satisfies your years with good things. We've talked about the Ten Commandments. We've talked about them that they were not written to us. 
but they are for us. And one of the commandments says, honor mom and dad. This is the, so your days will be prolonged upon the earth. It's a first commandment with a promise. And he says, satisfy your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles. Some of my reading says that an eagle can live to be 30 plus years. It's a long time for a bird. And yet, David uses the, the expression here that your youth will be renewed like evil eagles, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles. <clears throat> These first five verses of Psalms 103 are just absolutely beautiful. And he says a lot and got a packed a lot in it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Verse 6 David starts looking back at his history, and his <clears throat> history is not a bad thing, contrary to some of the popular opinion today, where history wants, they want to rewrite it. History is a good thing. Where we've come from, where we're going, history does repeat itself. Verse 6 says, The Lord performs righteous deeds and judgments for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. And Moses talked to him and he preached to him. He talked to all the, the people. He says, you know, the Lord is going to be good to you. Now, we went through Jeremiah just a, a few months ago. And Jeremiah went back time and time and time again and he says, remember what has happened and this is going to happen because of your disobedience and the prophets and the civil authorities and the priests and everybody else has forgotten God and you need to remember that particular thing there. And he says he's made his, his ways known here in verse 7 and his acts to the sons of Israel and he is a compassionate and gracious and slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. Um, and this was the theme that has echoed through history for the, for the Israelites, that his compassion and his graciousness and, and his anger. And how many times did Moses come before the Lord and says, this is a stubborn and obstinate people that you've put me in charge of here. And he says, that's true, Mo oh, Moses, just keep on keeping on. And God was good to him. They didn't miscarry in the 40 years that, that they wandered in the wilderness. Their feet didn't swell. Their shoes didn't wear out. You want a pair of shoes that last 40 years? Maybe so, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway... <clears throat> He says slow, his anger is slow, um, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. But, verse 9, he kind of 
he kind of turns and then right quick he turns back he will not always strive with us he will not always strive with us nor will he keep his anger forever so he he won't strive with us all the time but yet he won't be angry with us forever and the Israelites knew this because of the history that they had verse 10 he has not dealt with us according to our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities thank goodness and this is the 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 case here he has not dealt with us according to our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities you know we maybe it's just at my house but anyway <clears throat> I'm reminded sometimes uh, Velta knows the whole the whole little verse but to see us as others see us you know and I'm reminded sometimes Bill you need to understand where some of these folks are coming from and and you've got your problems too and I do he's not dealt with us according to our sins or rewarded us according to our iniquities and verse 11 and 12 are so rich for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him as far as the east is from the west so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As high as the heavens are above the earth. <laughs> when we went through the, we had the <clears throat> professors, when we looked at the stars, <laughs> and they got to talking about light years, and we know light travels at 186,000 miles a second, and it's been proven. And you take that number times 60 seconds, times 60 minutes, <laughs> times days, weeks, years, that's a long way. And yet they're talking about millions of light years, and they really don't know. I mean, they, they told us they really don't know. So as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his loving kindness towards those who fear him. Does anybody have anything else but fear him in the latter part of verse 11 in your, in your text? Revere. Revere. That's a good word. Anything else? So the fear... The fear, as John said, it's a better revere. It's it's a maybe a little bit better word. We're not fearful in our vocabulary and where how we use it today is is just that we're we're afraid we're fearful, and yet this revere reverence of the Lord is 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 a great thing. So great is his loving kindness 
toward those who reverence him. Reverence him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. That's a beautiful promise. That the Lord's forgiveness of us, of our sins, once we come to him in genuine con repentance and confession, he says, I'm removing it as far as the east is from the west. I was reading a commentary this week, and it says that the Lord, in his infinite wisdom, didn't say from the north to the south. You know why he didn't? You go so far north, you start headed south. But when you start east, it's forever. It's infinite. As far as the east is from the west, from our transgressions. Reminds me of a little thing that happened today. This is in scripture now. and uh, You might have seen it on, on the news. Uh, archaeologists have been working on it for years, but they finally are going to unveil it to the public and, and, and let you see. And it's the Pool of Siloam. They've, they've excavated it and, and, and know where it is. And, and, and uh, <clears throat> I've watched one, one documentary about uh, these uh, archaeologists that are not, that are not Bible-believing. And yet, <clears throat> and yet, if they would just pick up their Bible and look sometimes... But in, uh, I had to do a little digging, but in 2 Kings chapter 20, uh, Hezekiah, uh, you remember, he was uh, uh, a good king uh, there. Uh, verse 19 of chapter 20, and then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, the word from the Lord which you have spoken is good. For he thought, it is not so, there will be peace and truth in my days. Verse 20. Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and all his might, and how he made the pool and the conduit that brought water into the city, for they are, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles and the kings of Judah? So Hezekiah, a long time ago, built that pool and built the conduit. Jesus told the man to get up and go wash in the pool of Siloam and they found it and now they're going to celebrate it God's word is so true it's so true and it's so up to date even today speaking of Jeremiah when we went through Jeremiah uh, <clears throat> all the talk to Jeremiah says you're going to Babylon he says I want you to go there I want you to be a good citizen I want you to plant vineyards and gardens I want you to marry I want you to procreate and God's going to bring you back and then God's going to destroy Babylon and we've talked about that you can't find Babylon today and yet at the time that Jeremiah wrote it was almost a thriving place you can be 
and now it's a sand pile out in Iraq. The Bible is true, folks. It's true, and we can believe it, and we can trust it, because it's had the test of time. Uh, that part was free. I mean, get back to Sunday school here. <clears throat> okay. Verse 13. <clears throat> Just as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who reverence him, fear him. That's bringing it where you and I live, you know. Just as we as earthly dads have compassion on our children, so the Lord has compassion on those who reverence him. For he, he himself knows our frame and he's mindful that we're just dust. Verse 15. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes. When the wind has passed over it, it is no more. And its place, acknowledge it no longer. Eighty years, seventy years, if by reason of strength 80 years a lot of us are in that category you know and we know that this life is short James says it's just a vapor it's just a vapor but we're all hung up on the fact of that and yet David saying and what the Lord has showed him and what he knows to be true that for man his days are like grass as a flower of the field so he flourishes when the wind has passed over it it is no more and I'm not sure I've interpreted this last phrase right and its place acknowledges it no longer. We do all we can to live this life. The only thing that's going to last is what we've done for Jesus. That's it. When I'm planted out there at Memorial Garden, you know, There'll be a few days that y'all will think about me. But after a while, life gets in the way. We go about our way. Every now and then it'll come up. If that's not sobering to you, you've got a problem. <laughs> We're just like a flower, folks. We're not going to last very long. And yet God loves us. His compassion for us. He wants us to be all that we can be. And yet, 
as we talked about heaven in here a couple of months ago, a year ago, I don't know how long it's been now. <clears throat> we do all this big talking about heaven, and I'm convincing my soul when we get there, if we even know what's going on down here, it won't matter to a hill of beans. It won't matter to a hill of beans. Okay, verse 17. He turns a the corner there with that little conjunction, but, but the loving kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who reverence him. And to his righteousness, excuse me, and his righteousness to children's children. Children's children. We mentioned the Ten Commandments a while ago. I mentioned the, the scripture that we had there about, <clears throat> about honoring your father and your mother. You, sh you shall not worship them or serve them, for I am the God of a, a, a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers on the children on the third and fourth generation who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Verse 19. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all. We talked about the stars. On the fourth day, he created light. And as these scholars and scientists told us when we went through that little study and two little phrases right there and he made the stars also kind of as an afterthought he, he made the stars also and all their magnificence he established his throne in the heavens and his sovereignty rules over all bless the Lord you angels mighty in strength who perform his word Obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his host, you who serve him, doing his will. Bless the word, Lord, all you works of his in all places of his dominion. And he closes out like he started. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Go back to verse 18. To those who keep his covenant and remember his precepts to do them. Pastor Bobby has, keeps coming back to what is our responsibility and he keeps telling us it's to what? 
worship and obey. That's what we're here for, to worship and obey. And in doing so, we will bless the Lord. He will pardon our iniquities, heal our diseases, redeem our life from death and destruction. He would crown us with loving kindness. And he satisfies our years with good things. With good things. Any comment? Any comment? I've got a parallel. I've got a parallel from my Schofield Bible on verse 13. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities them that fear him. Jesus in Luke 11 makes a similar point, and I like it even better. You fathers, your child asks for a bread, a fish, an egg, then give them a stone, or a serpent, or a scorpion? Of course not. Right? But then he finishes up. Our Father in Heaven he gives us the Holy Spirit. That's his gift to us. Far more than what we ask for. And, and the point, too, is that he gives us the Holy Spirit when we ask for him. The gift from the Father in heaven. Anyone else? I'm impressed by how this was written way before Jesus. And a lot of times people talk about the God of the Old Testament being a judgeful God a vengeful God, a, a harsh God, but in the New Testament, he's compassionate. And this is so powerfully compassionate, so powerfully speaks to his love and kindness um, for all time. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought that was really cool, that even in the Old Testament period of God's relationship with his people, he's compassionate and gracious and slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. And that loving kindness word, um, different translations do different things with it, but the, the Hebrew is chesed, and it means his covenant, absolutely never changing, totally thorough, unrelenting love for us. And it's just such a powerful word that um, just to see it here and know that that's how David knew God without without knowing the thing about Jesus yet. You know, that that, that was how he could know God. Even when, when sacrifices and, and the law was sort of the focus, it was still that relationship of knowing that you're loved by God that was important to God. I, that just is stunning to me. Thank you, Cheryl. Anyone else? <clears throat> Okay, we'll, we'll be dismissed from this place. Belt will have some notes um, um, this afternoon or tomorrow. Depends on how long her nap is. And, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll go from there. All right. Uh.